When Captain America throws his mighty shield, all those who chose to oppose his shield must yield. When he's led to a fight and the duel is due, and the red and the white and the blue come through, when Captain America throws his mighty shield. This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, Episode 63, Open Monk Season. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 150,000 titles to choose from, from your iPod or MP3 player. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Nothing. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Antonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Dreja. Oh, wait, wait a minute, what happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life, you wake up. Chill. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawnforge pouch, this is episode 63 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Saturday, May 17th, and I am your host, Nevik, and I am joined by my two co-joeys, Brazia and Jen. Brazia, how are you? I am doing fantastic. I've had a wonderful week and ready for an awesome show. I'm, gl- I'm, I'm <laughs> hoping that it's an awesome show. They're all awesome, right? We, exactly. we don't put out mediocre shows. No, no, no. they're all fantastic. Yep, yep. And we are, we are, we are not too humble to admit that. Nope, not that at all. Doesn't make sense. We're awesome. But Jen, how are you? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm kind of tired. I'm fighting a sinus infection, but I'm okay. Oh. I've had time to play the game this time. This is this is good. Another sinus and, you know, infection. You know. Yeah, it's. I get them often. Yeah. This is not new. Um, it's just life for me, so we'll just see if I beat this one or if I have to go get like stronger medication or something. Yeah, yeah. I um, my allergies, uh, they're doing all right because I'm I'm staying medicated, so I, I'm doing pretty good. Always good, always. good. I did do yeah. about mm-hmm. five and a half hours of yard work today. That was not so much fun, but uh, uh, that would probably kill me. So yeah, I don't think that would be fun at all. Yeah, but speaking of work. Our dear fourth musketeer, Lantonio, uh, last show, you probably may have caught that uh, he's switched back to the second shift, and uh, that's going to make us doing these, uh, um, you know, our typical 7 p.m., well, 7 p.m.-ish left coast time starts a little difficult for him, so we'll, we'll see what we can do, but uh, he hasn't had any time to play any Diablo anyway, so, you know... Yeah, I, I really that. don't want. I don't want to hear him talk about Hearthstone. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Hearthstone. I, I've been, I've been. Every time I say Hearthstone, I'm, I'm always corrected. It's Hearthstone, and then I'm like, oh, so we live on the Earth, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> let's let's move into what we've been up to in game. So, Bridget, why don't we we why don't we kick it off with you? 
Okay. You know, I'm looking at the notes realizing, boy, we have a lot to say about what we've been doing in Diablo. And that's great because it's just, it's fun, to, again, to be in this game that we love so much and so many people are doing great things with it and having a good, good time playing. But for me, um, this week's been great both inside and outside of Diablo 3. First, I've got a new job. Um, it's the same company. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it'll be a training position, which means I'll be tra uh, traveling around the country training people, which is really cool. Oh, sweet. Yeah, but the downside of that just means I won't be at home playing Diablo 3 as much. Right. And That's okay. you won't be around your family. No. And so that'll that'll be uh, somewhat rough, but not too bad, because both boys are old enough to help out and do a lot of things around here. It's not like I'm traveling every week. Um, that my schedule's off and on. Like, I'll be traveling a couple weeks in June, then one in July, and then I don't travel again for a few months, which is nice. Oh, that's not too bad then. Yeah, so I do a lot of training up here in uh, the Northeast, too. So it's just something where I can just come right home right after work. Right. So, but well, it's a great good. opportunity. Really enjoy this. I uh, had a lot of support to get me there. Just excited about that. But in the game itself, did a lot with Diablo 3. It's kind of funny because I was thinking about before I put the notes together. It's been a long time since I had a game that took me away from World of Warcraft. And I'm just glad it's another Blizzard game. <laughs> because, I mean, there's a lot of good games out there. I played a little bit of um, Episode 3 of Season 2 of The Walking Dead. Which would just release this week too. Yeah, I'm I'm still debating on whether I want to wait until episode five is on the verge of coming out before yep. starting season two, or if I should just dive right in. I'm telling you, it's torture to wait to two months between each episode, or three in some cases. Um, right. It really is torture. And then when it comes out, you're like, oh, now what did I do the last time a few months ago? Because it's not a type of game like Diablo where you can go in and keep playing it. I mean, you can change the story a little bit here and there, but it's a very story-driven game. And, uh, you know, it just it feels a little difficult to have it so disjointed in time between playing. Mm -hmm. But I've, I played a little bit that haven't finished it yet because I've been right back into Diablo 3. So let me actually tell you what happened in Diablo 3. Oh, you know what? I, no? I'm sorry, Bracia. Oh, of course! I've been... I've, I've been... T <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have to interrupt my own show for this random thought that just popped into my head. It's like, I, I've been toying with the idea of recreating my secondary wizard, but I was like, but what am I going to name her? Now I know I'm going to name her Clementine. Oh, perfect. Clementine is awesome. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry, Bracia. Oh, that's okay. We, we have a rally cry in the house called Save Clem. <laughs> save Clem. New episode comes out. We got to save Clem. So, um, that's a great one. And so the first thing that happened for me was I finished getting the Dream Team Achievement, which basically means that now I have all six classes at level 70. Wait, six? six. There's five, right? Um, nope, six. <laughs> Here we go nope, again. Six. <laughs> oh, that's right. They did add the Crusader. So, so yeah, it brings it up to five. Brings it up to six, Nevik. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I there try. are five classes. Five classes a few months ago. <laughs> so, um, yep, I was able to do that. And the last one I brought up to level 70 was, I'll take, let you take a guess. I'm going to guess that your last level 70 was your demon hunter. Nope, it was my wizard. Your... Your monk. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was waiting wizard. to hear that. Yeah. Your, your barbarian? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> the wizard was really easy to go all the way up until like 67, and then it was like I hit a wall, and it was hard to... I just didn't have survivability for a while. But um, I powered through it, got to 70. Mm-hmm. And then had that dream right. team achievement. Woo-hoo. That's awesome. And then now that that's over, I'm back to working just on gearing my witch doctor. <laughs> and awesome. I know Nevik likes that one. So... <laughs> um, but right now, currently, my witch doctor, I've only got like a couple of upgrades, not a lot. I actually got one right away with the new buff that we have at 2.0 um, for this week, for the two-year anniversary. But we'll get right. into that later. Um, but currently, sitting at 464k damage um, and 2.4 million toughness with 15k healing. Not huge numbers, that's for sure. I know that. But... Um, with the builds that I have, it's quite easy, even with that um, number, to run through T1 without any problems. Um, T2, I'm able to go through a little bit slower, but I'm able to do it because my um, uh, basically my army of, of summoned creatures just take care of a lot of things for me, and I love it. And then um, T3, I really cannot do it right now because the number is still low for survivability. But like I'll run with P-Dog, and together we have no problem like clearing through T3 together, which is nice. So it's kind of like I can almost be more of a support role at that point. Then with the changes that we've had to Witch Doctor in point 2.05, I've actually liked some of the changes. It, it varied my build slightly. So currently, I'm running more of a poison build. Like almost all of my abilities are poisons. With the exception of the uh, zombie dog, which I'll switch between the poison and then the leeching, depending on if I want to have more healing for myself. So, uh, currently what I'm doing is I have gear that gives me an additional 18% poison damage, so that goes on top of the 464, and mm-hmm. so I have my fetish tech offense for any time I need to, like, you know, dump out a bunch of little fetishes who will just do lots of damage, and then I also still have the Karn Evil Helm, which allows all of my fetishes to shoot poison darts, so I get the poison damage on top of that, and then I have them shooting whatever darts that I shoot, so I have the, uh, which one is it um the splinters so that way they're basically shooting three darts like all the time and it's just, it's funny because you see darts flying all over the place on the uh, map it's hilarious but it really <laughs> that's gotta be awesome oh, it is great because every hit of every hit they've been making takes about it does about a million damage so it's like you have 10 of those out there at one time and all of a sudden you're doing 10 million damage in a few seconds you know and so it's really nice and then i have uh also bad medicine which for anything that gets hit with poison damage, it, they do 20% less damage, so that kind of helps my survivability. And then I have yeah. tribal rights, which basically allows me to bring out the sick offense faster, or um, reduces their their downtime. And then I have midnight feast, which basically allows uh, me to have one more zombie dog, as well as having both. Um, let's see, uh, what was it? Oh, I don't know. It allows, you... it, no, no, I was just thinking about it. The zombie dog and the gargantuan do 50% more damage. Oh, okay. So that's definitely helpful. The only other thing I might do... Oh, I forgot which one it was. There's a, um, they changed one of the zombie dog um, passives so they give you a 30% buff as long as you have a creature summoned and you're not taking any damage so you can run faster. That's really good for bounties right now to get yeah. through them quick. Yeah. Um, and then if witch doctors get to move at 30 percent additional movement speed that's awesome yeah yeah that's a, it's a lot of fun <laughs> so then um i also have my let's see besides my splinters for poison darts i'm also 
now instead of doing the vampire bats, I'm doing plague bat because it, it'll do more poison damage. I'm, I'm focused on that. And the difference is the way they've changed. Maybe, I don't know, we'll talk about it later. But the way they've changed how Witch Doctor fire bats work and summoning extra fetishes, I just felt it was it's easier to do more damage and still have them all pop out um, without having to worry about having, you know, running out of mana. Because I'm really not running out of mana just about any of the time that I use it. And then I have the survivability. I still am going with my spirit walk, honored guest. And then I have my, um, like I said, my zombie dogs, usually rabid dogs, and gargantuan big stinker. So all extra um, poison damage that I can muster up. So yeah, yeah, it looks like a bunch of fart clouds. I understand. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Everything looks like, looks like it just stinks after I'm done killing it, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> as long as they're dead. <laughs> and then I found oh, uh, my loot find of the week, which is like the first 15 minutes of this new buff for the anniversary. I found three legendaries. Two, not too good. One was awesome. I'm using it now. It's called the Tall Man's Finger. It's a ring, and basically what it does is uh, it's flavor, text, or ability is that it summons one gargantuan zombie dog that adds, uh, has more health and does more damage than all dogs combined. Mm-hmm. And it's wow. ridiculous because I have this, right now I'm running around with a gargantuan and a huge zombie dog that's about as big as the gargantuan. And oh, it wow. looks really funny. Um, and it'll do like anywhere between 6 and 8 million damage per hit. And that's... Um... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Cool. So it's been a lot of fun, and then I also hit Paragon 100 finally. Yeah, a couple days. Oh, Congratulations! Wow. Congrats! Hey, thank you. That's awesome. And I'm currently sitting at 103. So, but I realized I've got a long way to go to catch you, Nevik. <laughs> I was looking at people on the leaderboard for that in our in our uh, clan, and holy cow, 380 somebody has, or 374. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I think Jake was uh, earlier today. I think he was at 570 now. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so crazy. Oh my gosh. Now I'm gonna, you're gonna have to bear with me. I'm gonna do a little bit of typing on my keyboard, but okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take a look at Diablo Progress. Oh, if I could type it properly, that would help. <laughs> so while you're doing that, Aww. I'll just finish up. And um, I've also been going back to hardcore a little bit, just going, taking it slow. I've gone back with my Witch Doctor because I really enjoy how it's playing. So now I'm doing a hardcore, still the same um, hardcore Witch Doctor I had before, but I'm actually starting to level her up. And um, she's about level 20. So I'm only doing it, though, when I come home and I'm not tired and I'm not doing something else and <laughs> I know plan. I'm wide awake. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, last night I tried to play for a little bit. Not the hardcore, just the regular. I'm, like, starting to doze. And then P-Dog goes, hey, uh, Dad, you're not moving? And I'm like, oh, wait, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's why I'm glad we have the computers across from each other, because we can look and, you know, say things and you can notice right away. Like, Dad, you're sleeping on me again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's been fun. So, um, have you found that, Nevik? Oh, yeah. The uh, softcore leader is at Paragon 754. Whoa. That is insane. Yeah. Wow. Second, pla- second place is Al Kaiser. That, that's a that's uh-huh. a name that we know of. He's sitting at 747. Yeah. Ooh. That's pretty he close. Was, pretty he was far down on that leaderboard for a while, but, man, he's really stepped it up. Because uh, he... Demo, I think, used to be the top spot, and he's now fallen to third. 
Wow. Yeah, over on the hardcore side, um, it's... I'm thinking it's either a Korean or Chinese character. No, that's got to be Korean because of the shapes of the uh, of the symbols. Is it kanji? Or... Oh, it's kind of like kanji, but it's not. It's more Korean in shape. Okay, okay. And uh, hardcore leaderboard is 675. So oh. that's pretty impressive. Wow. That, yeah, that is... That's amazing. Exactly. In hardcore, too. That's wow. Well, yeah, I, I feel so small now with my uh, little 100 paragon. Well, I'm I'm well behind you, so you can feel bigger than me. You know? Hey, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I'm glad to hear that uh, you're you're stinking. Your stink doctor <laughs> is uh, it's going well. Thanks, my stink doctor is definitely doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> but Jen, what have you been up to? Um, I've had some time to play. I think last time, um, I said that. Uh, Sean and I have been playing the characters we rolled on launch night of the original game. My demon hunter named 37 and his barbarian named Smashes stands in fire. Um, with good reason. We've gone into the names before. Uh, we'd, we'd previously hit level 70, I think, in time for the last show. Well, now I can report that we actually finished the game. We've killed Malthiel. We finished the expansion. Yay. We're so happy, you know? And um, we did this before... Uh, we did it on May 13th, so it was before May 15th of Diablo's anniversary. Awesome. You know, it was kind of like that was my goal. Like, oh my god, we need to finish this before then, and we did, and it was great. You know, and we went right into adventure mode, and uh, we actually ran uh, our first bounty like right after. Mm-hmm. You know, and I got on Twitter and said, "We ran our first rift." No, <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what we did. But I was just so excited, you know, because yeah. um, I've never played adventure mode before. I didn't get to it in the beta. This is the first character that's hit seventy that could go there. So um, it was just I was really excited. So I wrote rift instead of bounty. But you know, we've since done a few more bounties. We haven't done a rift yet, but we'll get there. Um, but it was just like, oh my god, we're done. We did it. Look at this. We actually sat through all the credits and you know, all that stuff. Yeah, actually, it was just really neat. Right now, you're mm-hmm. pro- you're. It's probably a good thing to run more bounties right now, so you're getting double rift keystones. Oh yeah, I know. We will again as soon as we both have time to play yeah. at the same time. But um, we we stopped then because it was like really early in the morning or late at night. You know, mm-hmm. just kind of stopped there, and. Um, I haven't gotten. We haven't had time to get back, at, you know, and play together. I'm sure we will tonight or tomorrow. It runs through tomorrow, right? The the buff. The buff goes all the way until next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh yeah. Well then we'll get in there. Yeah. We'll have time Definitely. for that. So in the meantime, um, I decided to try to get my barbarian up to 70, and she's now at 63. Yay. She was at 62 before. Awesome. She's 63. So that was fun. Uh, killed Urzrael. Um, brought the enchantress with. Um, Oh, that as a follower. Yeah, that's probably a good thing for her extra armor buff. Yeah, it worked out pretty well. So um, it went fast, and I'm playing my barbarian on normal because I just want to like get her through, you know. <laughs> um, so it was dramatically different than when we tried fighting Urzrael with the demon hunter and a barbarian on like expert or something. Right. You know? yes. It's a very different fight. <laughs> um, so that was pretty cool. And uh, I think that's about all I've done in-game. I got a couple of uh, legendaries. Um, I'm trying to see what I got that I thought was the coolest. I think it was um, my demon hunter has Leoric's crown now. <laughs> which I thought was fun. You know, So she's got Leoric's crown. She already had Leoric's signet so we're going for the whole like you know evil king mode I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever else is out there I don't know but those were fun you to kind of have the, together. Uh, Mad Monarch Scepter. 
and uh, go with a melee demon hunter. Uh, that might be fun, you know, try that out for a while. But, you know, anyway, going with that, thought it was kind of cool. Um, and I don't know what else I got, really. I think that's the only thing I got that kind of made me go, ooh, that, that's fun, you know, <laughs> so I'll mention that one, I guess. Um, other than that, outside of the game, I started reading Storm of Light by Nate Kenyon. Did I get the title yep, right? Yep, I think I did. Yep. Okay, yeah. And I'm, like, not quite halfway through, but I, like, sat and read almost all of that in one sitting, you know? Oh, wow. And then my eyes hurt. I'm like, okay, I need to, like, do something else for a minute. <laughs> but um, excellent book, and I, I can't wait to get time to read the rest of it. I'm really enjoying just that part so far. And the other thing, um, JH wrote an awesome haiku on Twitter about the wizard, and... Uh, directed it to me because I write haiku on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And it's gotten, I don't even know how many retweets and comments that have come my way. I'm sure more have come his way as well, you know? Because yeah. I retweeted it, someone else retweeted it. the Diablo Twitter account, so... <laughs> did it! Yet. That's why it's so popular. Yeah, so I don't know if everybody in our uh, listeners here have heard it or not, but what Jay wrote was this. He said, Realize the wizard speaks in haiku. You dare attack me? Your defenses are nothing. I astound myself. And it's in haiku. Yeah. It's 575. <laughs> so perfect. that was fun. You know, it was like, oh my god, that works. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it just fits too. You know, you've got the, the wizard character um, has a lot of skill with intelligence. Is that right? Yep. Am I yep. understanding that? Okay. So you've got this character that's not just, you know, telling you off as she kills you, but she's doing it in haiku to challenge herself. I mean, that's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's all I've. Um, I think that's all I got. Well, basically, you can think. Uh, oh man, I'm gonna butcher his last name. Leonard Boyar. Oh, yep. I knew I was gonna butcher it. Knew I was gonna butcher it. That's fun. But oh, <laughs> try again. Yeah, I, I I gotta I gotta scroll down to get to where they. Uh... Oh no. Oh well, uh -oh. Leonard Boyarski, something like that. Oh man. Okay. Uh, because he wrote the wizard. Oh, very good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he's he sat in on the uh, the Diablo lore Q and A panel. Okay, I saw along that. Along with yeah. um, oh, I can't remember what the girl's name was, but yeah. So, uh, anyways, I'm terrible at people's names. Yeah, me I too. Really am, so I, I understand. Uh -huh. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I apologize. I'm, I I do forget people's names. Just you know. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, the yeah. wizard is awesome. Best class ever, still. Even though, even though, you know, Wyatt decided to nerf teleport a little bit. Oh. But, oh, it's not a nerf because we actually reduced the cooldown, but it still is kind of a nerf in terms of the synergy with uh, using the Cosmic Strand and using the Calamity Rune for, for, yeah. I, <laughs> I was planning on doing a build... Uh, just a fun build with uh, I got the helmet that uh, your mirror images when they die have a chance to spawn more mirror images oh my oh fun I was thinking of doing that with uh, the um, the last rune on that on mirror images where they do 20% damage of your own skills and you know just see if they would do a whole bunch of calamity teleports <laughs> it would just be so much fun just you know mirror images teleporting everywhere <laughs> but, uh, oh wow I did um, I'll just move into what I've been up to um, yeah. I've been playing a lot um, At I, I did finish Child of Light and I, I wanted to finish that because I wanted to get back to uh, the Gentleman's Race with 
with dread mm-hmm. on getting to Paragon 300. Well, fortunately for me, dread went on vacation to Disney World for a week. So that gave me time to get 15 Paragon levels on him. And, wow. <laughs> and I hit Paragon 300, I think, two days ago. So that was fun. Nice. So, yeah, the race is over now for 300. But I guess we can start it anew for 400. You could, yeah. if you want. Yeah, maybe not. This could go on forever yep. if you really, really want to. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I reached Paragon 305. And amazingly enough, that hasn't been all on my wizard. But before I do talk about the other class that um is now my number two at at least at maybe not in terms of in my heart but in terms of gearing but uh i went a little crazy i think about a week and a half ago with doing the rifted forward community stuff Mm -hmm. and oh yeah i managed to get i I hopped into i think it was a t4 game and off of the rift guardian dropped a set set belt piece and i was like oh my goodness please don't be blackthorns please don't be blackthorns you know something else and i i didn't recognize the icon on it and so i identified it and it was my tall rush's belt and i was like oh yeah awesome so that that pushed my wizard up to having the four piece bonus with the ring of royal grandeur so at that point i was like Okay, now I got to change my build to make use of all the different meteors that can be cast. So I went with a multi-elementalist build. I'm using Electrocute, and I figured I'd go with Electrocute because uh, I have a Mikan's Ball of Hate. I think that's the name of the the orb that I have, which allows Electrocute to hit enemies that have already been hit by Electrocute. <laughs> no. Nice. Oh, now that's pretty cool. I remember. When I, when I got this in the Friends and Family beta, I was like, oh, sweet. So on a single target, I can I can use the rune that makes it chain up to 10 enemies, and it'll just do 10 times the amount of damage. No, it doesn't quite it doesn't quite work like that. You, you have to have at least two targets for it to bounce between. So, uh, so you can't just, like, annihilate one dude just with yeah. that. Which is a shame. Uh. It, it should allow it to chain upon itself. I, I don't know how that would work, but that would be pretty awesome if it did. And uh, let's see, I switched off of my Thunderstorm armor because um, I I needed some cold damage, so I went with the the uh, the Swirling Storm one. I, I forget what it is, but it's the last rune on Ice Armor or Frost Armor, whatever the correct nomenclature for that skill is. And then I have my spark flint familiar providing the fire and then my arcane is coming through arcane torrent so i i have all four elements that talrushes can spawn the meteors off of and the nice thing is um all the meteors that do spawn they correspond to that rune so when you're dealing lightning damage you're getting the lightning meteor where if it crits it will stunt it'll um not stun but it'll root the enemy in place oh wow and then the frost damage, the um, I'm it's I think it's uh, I'm trying to remember what that rune is called. I don't remember, but anyways, the frost meteor will has a chance for freeze, and then the fire is the meteor storm. So that's always fun when that goes off, and then the arcane is obviously the arcane one, the uh, starfall I think is what it's called. But anyways, it's amazing DPS when they all hit. <laughs> Like, uh, 
I bet. Wow. Because I switched off of uh, doing Disintegrate as my main skill, I swapped out some gear because I didn't need you know, resource cost reduction anymore and as much arcane regeneration since uh, I was going to be you know, swapping between using Electrocute and Arcane Torrent. So I swapped out my amulet, which upgraded my DPS because it was a trifecta amulet by, I think, 23%. Oh, wow. Right? And then with uh, a few other pieces, I crafted a... For for purposes of doing the race with Dread, I crafted the new cane set at level 70. So I have the three-piece of that, thanks to the Ring of Royal Grandeur. And that all said, my, uh, my DPS went way up. My DPS character sheet damage when fully buffed is, uh, I think, just just over 1.2 million DPS now. <laughs> but the effective DPS is way higher than that. Way, way higher. I oh, haven't, yeah. I haven't, haven't tested it because uh, you now you kind of have to rely on those meteors hitting the targets, and sometimes it's it's so great when you kill an enemy really fast, and then you see the meteor, you know, like the little impact site show up, and you're like, oh, but it's already dead. <laughs> hit it harder poor, poor lonely meteor falling to the ground and with nothing to hit with it but uh it's been a whole lot of fun i can um i'm now face rolling torment too like just completely outright um i can actually carry almost three people in torment too now t3 is doable but uh i did sacrifice a bit of my toughness um, switching over to this uh, to this new build, and um, T3 hurts real hard. It hurts. It hurts so bad. <laughs> so I, I need to I need to, you know, reestablish some uh, better gear for before I can just face roll torment three. But um, true to my word, I mentioned that last episode I was gonna spend some time on my monk and uh, you know see see what's wrong with the monk or what's right with the monk. And um, at first, it was it was um, well, it wasn't pretty. It was it was okay. I was I was having a good time with it, but it was um, my monk just mm, it just it felt hard to deal with damage, and it felt hard to stay alive. So um, I started off slow. Like uh, I think I had to drop it down to not hard, but expert. And uh, I was just doing bounties, and. I don't quite recall. I think I I spent some shards. I got a gold skin. And then I was like, oh, well, you know what? Maybe I'll just maybe I'll just make my monk my gold farmer, you know? So to say. So to speak. Because uh, they, they eliminated the uh, cap on gold fine. Mm. And they made it stack multiplicatively. The wow. Multiple. Wow. Never mind. It just it <laughs> multiplies. A lot. It stacks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now you can actually see stacks of, you know, 20,000 gold falling as opposed to, oh, hey, look, 3,000 gold. Yay. I got a question about that, though. When I look at the tooltip, when you open it up, it still says maximum 300%. Yeah, Is they that, haven't. They haven't removed that. Okay. Right. All right. Okay. So that's good. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I still, I like seeing 10,000, 15,000 dropping all the time. It's like, ooh, fun. Yeah, actually, um, the whole reason why I decided to go with this, uh, I, I have to give credit where credit is due. Um, Nineball over on West March Workshop was talking about how when they made this change in 205, he started seeing stacks of 29,000 gold, and he was like, wait, is that right? I was like, <laughs> oh, 
oh, if that if that's actually the case, then yeah, Daddy needs money. <laughs> <laughs> Give Daddy some money. Yeah. Um. So okay, I spent over thirty million gold upgrading gems for my monk. <laughs> Wow. I went from 72 million to under 40 million gold in one day. And I was like, ouch, ouch, this hurts. But uh, it was worth it, I think, in the long run. My monk is now sitting at just over 800,000k DPS. Mm. And his his toughness... Um, it, I, 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 don't, I don't know what's going on with the monk because um, my toughness generally shows somewhere between 12 to 14 million toughness but i still feel super squishy i have to be careful in torment one otherwise my monk dies wow so i i don't know what's going on there because with 14 million toughness you think i should just be able to face roll and not have to worry about a thing but i guess a lot of my toughness is coming from dodge and when i'm not dodging an attack i'm taking it in the face <laughs> <laughs> Well, that might do it then. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, th there's still so much work to do with the monk, but I'm having a lot of fun. I'm doing a fire build with him. Uh, I'm doing the... Uh, oh, man. You're, you're going to have to forgive me because I don't remember half the half the names of the skills and runes, but I'm doing... I think it's... Um, what is the one where you attack and it's like a circle around you? I, I forget what oh, it's called. Oh, seven-sided strike? Well, no. no, not that one. But uh, oh, the whatever... Black it's one of the. Or something like that? No, not that one either. Oh, it's one of mind. the uh, basic attacks where you generate a spirit. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's the monk's um, resource cost? You know, what what is it called? But uh, man, Blizzard, if you want to help monks out, please lower the spirit cost on uh, sweeping wind, please. Uh. Or or hey, here's an idea: keep it at seventy-five spirit. I, that's mm, that's still I still think that's way too high for for the uh, short duration of it but hey you can keep it at 75 but make the um, I think it's the 10 second duration or maybe maybe even make that 15 you know just make it so that you can actually keep sweeping wind up um, during the uh, travel times when you're you get a rift and it's very sparsely dent you know the density is just terrible and you're like oh well there goes 75 spirit for nothing and you're like oh now i gotta oh wait i don't have sweeping wind up oh great oh mm. but uh i i like the monk it's a lot of fun and i i will continue to stay with it especially since um the monks are going to get a really good look in 2.1 which i have a feeling isn't going to be too much further out and Maybe not, you know, from going live, but at least from appearing on the PTR, because mm -hmm. uh, uh, Josh did mention that the team was doing a lot of double duty. Um, they, they were working on getting 205 ready, but they were also working on 2-1. And I think we may see a PTR come up real soon. Hopefully, maybe by the next episode of this show. Ooh, I'm hoping that, that the... Because uh, they're, they're going to need extensive testing on the tiered rift system. So I'm looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to. I got up to 305. I think I'm back up over 45, 48 million gold, I think. So uh, def definitely noticing the changes with the gold acquisition. Oh my God. And being able to unsock it, uh, you know, the perfect royal 
the highest gem for 175k gold <laughs> as opposed to half a million yeah oh that's God, awesome it's, it's so much nicer now now i now i feel like i can actually move gems around yep i think it was the intention of it so, yeah that's good so yep the game keeps getting better and better yes it does and you we said it would like what two years ago <laughs> yep yeah, we did. We're like, don't worry, guys. It'll get there. It's just starting out. Mm-hmm. Well, it's gotten there. <laughs> you know, it's still going. Yeah. So let's talk about our sponsor, which is Audible. You can go to bit.ly slash book to get a free audiobook of your choosing. With your 30-day free trial, you'll also gain access to all of their member uh, offers, as well as digital versions of the Wall Street Journal and New York Times. And if... If you decide to carry your membership over, um, every month you will get a credit to use on over 150,000 audio selections to choose from. Uh, I, I carefully chose selections because it's not just audiobooks anymore. You know, well, it never really was. You have, you know, you have radio dramas and plays and everything. But uh, you can go to bit.ly/sspbook to get your free audiobook today. So. It's only been two weeks from our last show, so we didn't get a whole lot of tweets, oh. which I'm, which I'm actually not too unhappy about. Because <laughs> we got some yeah, still, got so amount. that's nice. But yeah, yeah, we got a good amount. So Jen, why don't you start us off with the? Um, I didn't count how many there are, but we'll just you know we'll wing it. Like just start. Like okay. We do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> Stay true to form there, right? Okay. Our first tweet is from at pay to kill 5440 who says at shattered stone here we go entry for transmog tuesday and there's a screenshot here and this is uh his crusader he's got this giant shield with a wolf's head on it i think that's (laughs) a like a light blue color is it it might be and everything's just the light blue color and it looks really neat yeah that's a giant shield. <laughs> huge. I mean, I know the Crusader shields are kind of big, but this one's like round, and it's just like this huge, you know. Anyway, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. The shield of Winterfell. So moving on from there. <laughs> shield of it's what? It's like a shield for, of Winterfell. I mean, it has like a dire wolf on the front of it. Oh, yeah. It kind of, yeah. Kind of cool. It's pretty neat. Yeah, Crusader have some pretty cool transmog options, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, they should. They just did their gear fairly recently. You know, yeah. it's like, should be good. Anyway, moving on. The next one is from at ig underscore nateword, who says, at Shattered Stone, thanks for butchering my name. <laughs> Oops, I hope I didn't do that again. Uh, at Nevik James. Yep, because I... And uh, then there's I, like I a... Weird. Yep, Nate Weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. It continues with, appreciate the shout out for sure, though. And uh, link this to uh, his uh, at iGeekStudios, yep. Inked Geek Studios. Yep. Okay, is that his website? Yep. Uh, he's launching the podcast June sixth, I believe. Is his oh cool? Is his goal, and uh, he does Very have cool. a Kickstarter, so um, we'll include a link to that. Um, hopefully, the Kickstarter is successful, but uh, we'll see. It's kick. We'll see. It's getting harder and harder for people to get. Uh, you know, successful Kickstarters um, projects funded because I, I think a lot of people have um, that this is not a real term, but you know, coined make up made up term. You know, Kickstarter fatigue. So. Mm. 
Yeah, there's a lot of Kickstarters. There's a lot of other things. Other like there's crowdfund and crowd tilt. Or I don't know about there's crowdfund. There's crowd tilt and there's like several other ones too. Yeah. So in addition to Kickstarter, there's people do get a lot of these requests. You know. Um, anyway, maybe it'll work though. Could work, right? Yep. <laughs> All right, moving on, we have at 9padgaming, who says, at Diablo, at BlizzCon, at Shattered Stone, at GrindEXP, BlizzCon 2014, here I come. And there's a winky smiley face after that. Yep, awesome. And, uh, yeah, Jen, Bracia, you'll definitely get to run into 9pad again. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, because... And I... Yeah. I'm still holding out hope that uh, I'll get a pass, but... I, that would be nice. I have a feeling I'm still going to come down anyways because uh, there, there's some people coming from Australia that, you know, it's kind of hard right. to meet those mm-hmm. people. So oh, yeah. probably just come anyways so I can meet them at Anaheim. In MacGyver. Yeah. Yeah, MacGyver. Mm-hmm. Is Nadney coming good. as well? I think it's just him. I don't think they oh, could okay. fund both. I, but I yeah. may be wrong, but that's no, what I thought I saw on Twitter. Just, so. It's just MacGyver. Sadly. Yeah. <laughs> still going to be awesome yeah, to meet him. It will be awesome, but I mean, it's got to be hard to fund something like that all the way from Australia. You uh, know? Absolutely. I mean, that's yeah. that's Tickets, difficult. Airfare alone is a lot. Right. From, so mm-hmm. many hours on a plane, you know. That's yeah. So anyway, so yep. uh, Nine Pad will be at BlizzCon, yep. <laughs> which is cool. We should do a. Um, we should make a list of people who's it are gonna plan on going to BlizzCon, and put it on our site. We yeah. should, yeah, make it really and, easy for uh, people to find. Sp- here, here's a quick tip for anybody who will be going to BlizzCon like it. I know Jamie is, uh, JC Monkey, uh, and Dread as well. Oh, but um, Ninepad bought too much alcohol last year, and he was like, <laughs> and he was like, he was like, I can't take it on the plane. So hey, if you want some free alcohol, you know, just you know, h- hang out with Ninepad. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. Ninepad. <laughs> you and help and I him drink talk. his booze. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> yep. Awesome. All right. So moving on with the tweets, the next one is from at Dune, who said, was having a lousy morning until I found out I landed a huge sale. But more importantly, I saw at Shattered Stone episode 62 is up. Love the open. Winky smiley face. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> is that the rainbow bright thing? Is that what that yeah. was? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that, that I stripped out of uh, um, his Hotscast show. Part of the storm. Mm-hmm. How fun! Yeah. <laughs> well, at least he like, yep, part of the storm. Yeah. <laughs> yep, part of the storm. <laughs> okay. Oh. Hey, you, you you can blame Jage for for them going with that name because yep. yeah, part of the storm. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Here right, of the so the swarm. next uh, yeah of the swarm what? <laughs> yeah. All right, so the next two tweets are from the same person. Uh, it's at wowjason62606. The first tweet... He has a cool he... name. <laughs> I can't <laughs> imagine why you're, why you're partial to that one there, Nevik. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, his first tweet is at Shattered Stone, hashtag D3 podcast, get me through the work day. Thanks, exclamation point, which is always very nice. We do try You're to help people through their work day. Thank you for listening. Yeah. And he also had another tweet where he wrote at Shattered Stone, hashtag D3 is better than ever, except that RN Jesus has forsaken my crusader. Need my flail. <laughs> Does it really exist? Hashtag the grind. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I love that. RN Jesus. That's hysterical. <laughs> that is great. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, That's a I don't good know, one. Those, 
Those items are out there somewhere. Yeah, it's gotta I, be. I'm wondering, wondering which flail he's looking for. I wonder if it's the, uh, the blessed shield flail that he's looking for. Might be. Well, I hope he's found it by now. It'd be good, you know. Okay, moving on. At Rocksmith Cody says, At Shattered Stone, this is by far the worst podcast I have ever heard. Nah, it's great. Just want to keep you guys humble. And then there's a little heart. <laughs> keep us that humble. Was by far that. the worst tweet this show has ever received. Nah, nah it, was, it was pretty good. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thanks, guys. That's awesome. <laughs> and, Bridget, why don't you take the rest up to the question of the show? Ah, sounds good to me. At Pergo's Master, at he says, At Shatterstone, I read the Mikolov novella this weekend, and I definitely recommend you to read it, if not already. Yeah, I, I pulled it up, and I was going to read it. I didn't get a chance to read it, because I did five and a half hours of yard work today. That would oh. do it. I read it today read right through it and it's really well written and the character of course Mikolov originated in the book The Order by Nate Kenyon and he does appear Mm -hmm. in um, Storm of Light as well so if you like the monk character if you play a monk or if you just like the Mikolov character or want to know more about his background totally read this this novella it's so good yeah I I remember Nate Kenyon talking to us about it and, and Mikolov was really an idea that he brought to the table because they wanted to do the Leah and Deckard Kane story, but he felt like he needed to bring a hero in there to kind of mm-hmm. help move the story along, and I thought it was a great choice. It's yeah, an excellent I choice. Agree. It's such an original character, you know, it wasn't just like, okay, well, we have a monk. I mean, he's got a lot of, like, characterization and personality to him as well. It's mm-hmm. great. Uh, another tweet by Pergos Master. He said, at Shattered Stone and the Morbid E-Novella 2. There were a question about that guy at the BlizzCon 2013 D3 Q&A panel. Yep. I have not yep. yet read the Morbid one. I have to track it down, but I will. It's really yeah, it's, it's uh, Yeah, you have to buy it on the Kindle store. Oh, that would be why I haven't tracked it down. I do not have a Kindle, so um, that could be a problem. Yeah, but I've read the Mikhailov one, and I read the one about Chen. They were great. Yeah. The uh, Mikhailov novella, the, I think it's Brother in Arms, Yep. is the name of the story. Uh, that was written by voice actor Scott Brick. So, yes. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. He, he has a... He's multi-talented. Yeah. Not, not only does... I think Scott Brick also does a lot of um, narration for um, audiobooks. Yeah, he's narrating yeah. Uh, War Crimes right now. Well, he did that one did, for yeah. uh, the new Christy Golden book for World of Warcraft. So I guess it makes sense. Since mm-hmm. he likes to uh, narrate books, he might as well write one... Or, well, maybe not a book, but write a short story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then he could, like, record it, and you know, people would be like, ooh, I want to buy that. I want to hear him read his book. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, he is he is a good uh, narrator. I, I enjoy his voice. Uh, next tweeter is from Kagari LeBleu. Because at Shatterstone, Nevik... You know I From now on, I'm going to call him Kagari. Kagari? K- <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Kagari. Oh, Kagari. Oh. Oh. Kagari. Sorry. Kagari. I don't know. You know what? We'll all take turns butchering names. It's okay. <laughs> there we <Maybe>. go. <laughs> Kagari the Blue. Sorry. Um, at Shatterstone, <laughs> Nevik, my laser is charged. Prepare for the bombardment and clan chat next time I see you. Uh-oh. I should have taken a screenshot of what that actually meant. 
Yeah, he, uh, I think he had a stash full of legendaries to identify, so he went to the Book of Cain and identified them <laughs> all at once. <laughs> and there it went, <laughs> legendary spam, oh my I goodness. Think, <laughs> I think it was at least a good 20, 24 legendaries that he had oh been saving gosh. up. So Just for you, wow. right? Yep, just for me. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why he saved it all. That's awesome. That is, that's funny. He told me he had been waiting for two days to do that. So like, <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> this one's for you, Nev. Oh my goodness. I love how we do little pranks on each other in this community, you know? <laughs> little harmless things that don't hurt anyone, you know? Yep. That's funny. Uh, next tweet from IG Nate Ward at Shatterstone. I wanted to say hi to everyone. Been busy with the podcast, so I haven't been on. Hope all is well with the community. Yeah, we're doing yeah, well. He's nice to check Mumble in. as much recently, but he, like you said, he's been busy trying to oh. get his podcast up off the ground. Good. And that takes yeah. a lot of effort to, to do, so we yeah. get it. Yeah. And another tweet from Kagurai LeBlue uh, at Shatterstone: Laser has been fired. Recharging in process. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he must be saving another twenty-five or so. Yeah. <laughs> Well, th thankfully they fixed where um, if you identified a bunch of legendaries all at once, it could potentially lag people out. Oh, <laughs> oh no, that's even worse. Yeah, because they could get hardcore characters killed. And Oops. We, we actually have a pretty strong contingent of hardcore players in, in the uh, clan yes. right now. Yes, we do. The good group of them. Yeah. The next yeah, tweet. Always, always, always putting us limp core players down. Yeah. Aww. Whatever. Uh, not not that I'm bitter. <laughs> um, what a way to die, though. You know, what killed you? You know, legendary sleeping. spam. Legendary K spam. K. Gary's laser fire. Yeah, the laser fire. <laughs> People will be looking that up. What does that mean? I don't remember that Apex, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the good Apex. Mm -hmm. um, at Hometown Hero, double zero eight, Jenny. I said... Woke up 30 minutes early thanks to the sun. So what? Rift it forward six games and got the flail that gives free blessed shield. At Shatterstone at Diablo. Hey. Awesome. I wonder if... If wonder that's if that the one... Early yeah. morning if shield. Wow, Jason 62606 was looking for. Nice. It could be. It sounds really good. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's, it's an amazing flail. <laughs> that's, that's probably what he's looking for then. Uh, next tweet at Torak1714 at Shatterstone. The new legendary with one hour. Oh, sorry. New legendary within one hour of logging on. Is that once per day? Per week? Per hour? Minimum time between logins? Yeah, and I think I that know. was. Um, that was the data mined uh, community buff um, that we saw when 205 was being data mined. Um, don't know if that I don't think that's actually active at the moment because right now we're getting double rift keystones and 100% bonus chance for legendaries so um, but not, there, there's also a bunch of other ones so I so have we a don't know. feeling <laughs> that uh, once Jen is done roboting that uh, I, Josh hinted at um, that uh, they, they like they like doing the community buffs so mm -hmm. We, we might see that in the future more prominently. Yeah, it makes the game interesting, you know, because you'll get a slight change to the game every once in a while and say, oh, you know what, I want to log in because I want to work on this on, my new, my, on one of my characters. Yeah, like and uh, I, I had a couple of 
occurrences of where I had like five legendaries drop within, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Whoa. That brought me back to, you know, the friends and family beta. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wow, this feels like friends and family. It's so much fun. And the next tweet that I have is from Sad Romeo. He has a good question for all of us. At Shatterstone, how are you all enjoying the D- Diablo 3 two-year anniversary buff? Well, I'm having a lot of fun because it feels like friends and family. Yeah, no, I'm enjoying it as well. It's just, it's fun. Like I said, I logged on Thursday for the first time. And popped in for like 15 minutes. First 15 minutes, I got three legendary drops. Then it took like an hour and a half for any more. But then I got like another three yeah. or four. So it's kind of like it comes in bunches, depending on what you do. But I've got a bunch of legendary crafting materials out of it as well. And plans. Yeah. Oh, I must have picked up about seven different legendary plans now that I never had. Yeah. Uh, one thing, if you can if you can push into the higher torment levels, um, it's definitely more beneficial to take advantage of that extra 100% bonus, mm-hmm. um, especially if you jump into rifts. Because <laughs> then, then it's like you're doubling the already doubled chance of getting a legendary in a rift. So we heard you like just double rain from the sky if you can. But how many people can actually... Um, you know, less than 1% of the community, I imagine, is running Torment 6, so. Quite true. But, uh, anyways, let's move on to our question of the show, which I posted just earlier today. And we actually got a pretty decent amount of responses from, um, you know, my procrastination in getting this question out there. But, anyways, that's besides the point. I posed the question, what's your least played class and why? And, uh, Jamie starts us off as, as, he's want to do that that would be jc monkey d3 and he said the wizard because they're wizards and realistically the wizard is one of the hardest classes to keep alive in game and hardcore mm. so i agree with this last part of that um <laughs> but uh yeah wizards are great jamie just you know just accept it you'll feel better then k gary the blue that that's gonna stick from yep. now on. And after the uh, tweet, can't pick he's one. Be Gary. Yep. <laughs> because barbarians, wizards, witch doctors, and monks all disgust me the same. They feel weak and in- insignificant, hoping to be a real class like the demon hunter or crusader. <sighs> wow! Tell us how you really feel there. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a pretty opinionated boy. Well. And that's okay. Asked, it's good to have you an opinion. You asked him the question. He gave you his opinion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is true. Then uh-huh. Walkman8 said, The boring monk. Real Nephilim use real weapons. Ouch. Hashtag knives. Hashtag maces. Hashtag axes. Hashtag fists are for hobos. Aww. Oh. See, I wonder if his Aww. opinion would change if he reads the short story. You know, about Mikhailov. It might make more background. I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt it. Yeah, just but, a thought. Uh, but hey, you know, the monk monk is going to get some good love in 2.1, at least we can hope. And, uh, but I, I I'm having fun with the monk, so I'm I'm not quite certain what, what all this, uh, now granted I'm not playing the monk at a high level of torment, so obviously the uh, the harder the content, the more uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the clearer the problems with the class become. So, I guess. But anyways, Seb Frankel responded, Monks, because they already sucked in D3 and suck even more now in Reaper of Souls. What? I haven't played them in Reaper of Souls, so I don't have any comparison to before. I love Dashing Strike, although uh, I, I typically use the 
barrage rune on dashing strike and oh my goodness there's nothing more frustrating than dashing strike through a boss and not getting the geometry to clip through like to have it register the hit and then you pop out on the other side of the boss and your uh, your little uh, the barrage gives you kind of like a mini uh, seven-sided strike whenever you do dashing strike so um, it's really frustrating when you when you do a dashing strike to, for nothing but uh no who knows i i still love being able to dashing strike um up cliffs uh across gaps <laughs> that that wizards can't sometimes get get across but uh then seb frankel also responded to jc monkey in terms of his um being down on wizards in hardcore he said i find playing a wizard on hardcore in hardcore <laughs> hardcore is the most exciting way to play the game so there we go he has the right attitude about it and then arc bites one chimed in with monk and barb are within a few hours playtime and by far my least played both below level 35 never been a melee fan mm. well that makes sense then if you don't like yeah. the playing style then that's going to be your least favorite yeah yeah, and mm, there there are times when um, playing a melee class is difficult because uh, sometimes when you kind of lose your cursor in the madness that's going on screen, especially in like a four-player rift, and everybody's just tossing all their spells everywhere, and you're like, wait, where where am I? Where's my cursor? I can't. I, oh, I hope I don't die. And then and uh, and then. Then you finally see where your character is and you're like oh i'm not doing anything this is great and it's because like you're clicking on an empty space or even worse the enemy that you clicked on started to move and so then you start to move and you're not attacking while you move so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like uh, it's a little bit harder to do the uh um with ranged classes it's really easy because you can just it, it feels natural to hold shift to root yourself in place right mm -hmm. but it's a little bit harder to it doesn't feel quite as good to do that with a melee class so and then you run with a group like p-dog and i with both um witch doctors where we'll summon a bunch of creatures and they all go into <laughs> melee with the melee person and then we run next to them on both sides and do fire bats <laughs> so you can't see anything Oh, my gosh. oh, that's terrible. <laughs> no, we would never do that, really. I mean, no, not at all. No, uh, sorry, demon. <laughs> okay. Mental note: Do not play with Brazier and P Dog. <laughs> or if you do, you better stream it so we can all enjoy. <laughs> or I'll just play on my wizard. Oh yeah. yeah. There you go. Rain but, class uh, only. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sad Romeo also chimed in. He said, played Monk the least. Man, there's there's a trend mm -hmm. tonight. There is. Played the Monk the least because I enjoyed the Barb more for Melee, but I may play the Monk more when Patch 2.1 releases. Mm. So there's hope. There's hope, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then Pergos Master, our, 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 our European community manager, I, I guess you could call him that, Master Doe, said, Strafe Demon Hunter. Level 65 now, because my level 70 cluster demon hunter died, and I wanted a ranged demon hunter beside my melee demon hunter. And in parentheses, all three are hardcore. Wow, wow. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, and and sorry to hear about uh, your cluster demon hunter. Yeah. Um, he sent an email, so uh, he will regale us of what happened there later in the show. 
And uh, anyways, he continues, and still looking for a way to optimize the Demon Hunter build for carrying a shard of hate. Ooh. Yes, I agree. That shard of hate should have had um, Demon Hunter only stuff on it or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think the Demon Hunter you can get you can get lightning and cold, but you can't get poison, and that's that's the same with like the wizard. Um, although you might be able to trigger the poison nova with with using like Andario's visage, but uh, anyways, uh, then hometown hero zero zero eight chimed in. He said, "Haven't leveled my demon hunter or monk. Man, poor monks. I'm so sorry, monks. Not sure why I haven't played my demon hunter, considering it was my first and favorite class in chocolate. So, I, I guess we can assume that." Jesse is really not a fan of the monk since he'd even, you know, make further mention of the monk. Yeah. Yeah, so. hard to say. I don't know. Yeah, poor monks. But uh maybe they'll be the flavor of the month once two point one releases. Maybe they'll just be that amazing afterwards. It could be. I mean maybe it's a if if these this many people have all said the same you know, the same class without obviously consulting each other first. Um it indicates it could be a problem with the class. Yeah. So if the patch coming up can fix whatever the problem is, then it might be fun again. Yeah, I think... Um, well, I think Dat Mod's uh, streamer over on Twitch, um, he's a prolific monk player. And I think for a short period of time, he uh, he almost abandoned the monk completely. And he had re-rolled a crusader. Uh, but just... Yesterday he was back on his monk, so. Oh, good. So somebody yeah. is enjoying it. Yeah, and he's playing at a very high level. I mean, he's like, um, I don't know if he runs Torment Six. He probably does it in a group with his monk. So, yeah, there's a. I think the main issue that a lot of monk players have, um, like broken record, you know, on the forums about is how terrible the monk sets are for them because, uh, like the Monkey King one. Um, yeah, I, I took a look at the at that and I was like, ooh, that doesn't strike me as being interesting at all. And furthermore, um, like Innes has a Daibo and I, monks don't really use Daibos. <laughs> at least the good monks don't. So it's like, it's, you know, they, they got to make Daibos much better, much, much better, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So we'll see how it goes. But we did, um, unlike last show, we, uh, we we actually got a bunch of emails. Hey, emails. Thank you, people. Emails are good. We like emails. Yep. And uh, considering that the first email is from Simon and he's from France, I can think of, or no, not France. Whoa, from... don't insult them <laughs> no. like that. Um, no. No. <laughs> he's French-Canadian. There we yes. go. From Montreal, I was I was so. lectured one time how different French Canadians are from France. So, <laughs> yep. Please do not do that again. <laughs> <laughs> they will come through the internet to destroy our faces. <laughs> yep. Well, considering your close proximity to Montreal, why don't you read the email from Simon Brazier? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Simon, aka Kairos, uh, from Montreal, Quebec. Hi, I just started your podcast. I love your show. You guys seem like good friends, and it's really fun listening to your passion about this amazing game. I played a ton of D3, as much as I can. 
As a father and a faithful husband, it is not that easy. Paragon... Wait, is it not easy being faithful? That's not what he oh, meant. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he meant that. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe those crazy French Canadians, you know, maybe that's just... Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, you're trying to do something that's not there. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? I, I never tried it, you know. Never mind. Let's just <laughs> let's just so, carry on. Um, he has reached Paragon 265. Nice. Wow. And he plays a monk. Yay! Because oh, his awesome. mo- monk can clear T3 without difficulty. He's working on a demon hunter because. All right. Um, he kind of faced a gear wall with his monk. Mm-hmm. And uh, upgrade does not um, seem to drop, despite the time I play with him. I still have a lot of fun with my friend. We are making progress through T5. Wow, Torment 5. And then Torment 6 is just madness. <laughs> I, I could agree with that. He goes, he wanted to address um, to us guys a question that he uh, gets a lot of attention from the forum recently. It involves the concept of the ladder. He knows that some of you are really into the concept of restarting from scratch and redo it over and over again. I personally don't see the appeal to that, into that. For me, redoing the game isn't new content, and I don't see why it would be fun to rediscover all the plans, relevel all our jeweler and blacksmith, and regrind our paragon level, nor even talking about the, uh, all the gear I got, and restarting over again the next season. But that is me, and I respect that some people would love to do that. However, I have a big concern about the legendary exclusive loot into the ladder. No doubt, they will be attractive and some of the game changers um, that will be a must-have to try to try new specs and rediscover a new side of our character. By doing that, I feel that the non-ladder version of the game will become the quote-unquote inferior mode, always waiting for the season to end to get access to the new stuff. Our current heroes would be instantly meaningless despite our um, time we played. This concept is forcing us to play the latter, a mode that I have no interest in. I too want the new legendaries and chase them uh, into hell. Season 1 start, new leg at the end of it um, forces uh, us to go into it. Season ends, our XP, gold, and item discovered all roll into our non-ladder. Then season 2 starts and we get new loot. So when can we play our main character with all the new loot? Basically never. I don't get it. For me, exclusive loot to the ladder is just a big wall of unappealing game time between me and the new loot table. I have to re-level through 70, find pieces of gear that I seek, and then wait 4 or 5 months to give it to my main. It's an easy and cheap way to make us play longer. I wanted to know your thoughts on the subject. I cannot discuss it on the forums without some troll questioning my orientation, so I gave it up. I know some of you um, are waiting for the season to start, and I wanted to know what attracts you to this concept. Thanks for reading, and I'm waiting on your feedback. Take care, Simon. Well, thank you for the email, Simon. Yeah. Um, this is actually something I wanted to talk to Lantonio at some point about it well because I know he was into the Diablo 2 ladders but mm-hmm. I think you've done some of that as well Nevik 
or not, not really? Not so much. I mean, I did I did participate participate in ladder play, um, not not on a competitive level, mm -hmm. but uh, just because it seemed like the thing to do because there was uh, you know ladder specific rune words and stuff like that. And um, yeah, has it? I I I, I have this crazy idea because. Mm -hmm. um, uh, like I just thought of it. It came. The thought came to me. Um, what if, you know, the new legendaries that do come in with the season? Um, what if they made it so it could drop in non-ladder, non-season play, but just at a greatly reduced rate? You know, uh, similar to uh, maybe not quite as rare as uh, some of those like Tasker and Theo and Wand of Woe. By the way, if you have either one of those. Um, consider yourself lucky. Uh, Jh actually got a Wand of Woe with 24k DPS, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so jelly. And then I looked at the elemental damage on it, and it was holy damage. I was like, ha ha ha, you got holy damage. Ha <laughs> <laughs> That won't benefit your tall rushes at all. No. <laughs> but, um, and it didn't have a socket, so he was gonna have to reroll something to his socket. But, uh, what if, what if the new legendaries you know, we're more rare. They could drop in non-ladder play, but you hop over to the season, and um, they would have a much greater chance of dropping. You know, may maybe not, uh, maybe not super, super great, but you know, definitely far more common to see those. Mm -hmm. And then when the season ends, then those season-specific legendaries get rolled into you know non-season loot tables at their you know whatever their whatever the developers deem to be a uh, adequate weight on their drop chance or something like that. I kind of see that happening more. Um, I don't know about during the season having it drop in non-ladder. I think the idea is they want to make sure that there's that carrot out there for people to chase for reasons mm -hmm. to go do ladders. But I could see what they would do at the end of the season and say, okay, the season's done. Let's take everything that was in there, put it in, and probably not at you know, a normal rate that you would get a legendary at, but a, a reduced rate then afterwards. Because if you do that, then you're still, um, you give people a chance to get that at some point, not necessarily right away, but you also still have that carrot out there for giving people reason to have it early enough. It, it, I kind yeah. of equate the latter season system to new raid content in World of Warcraft. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I can see. Is at the time, you want to get that gear. The gear's awesome. It's going to help you get through the next part of the dungeon or the, the raids to help you get to the end game and help you do heroics, you know, another tougher content. But it's not, you know, not everybody has to do that. Of course, there's a whole different talk about it. Um, that's a whole other discussion we don't need to get into here on this show. But what I'm thinking is it's, if you kind of take that same approach to it, you know, you're giving people something they don't have to do. Yeah, the game may or may not be, in your opinion, inferior to the ladder system, but you're, it's a trade-off of time. I mean, you're going to continue and play your game that you enjoy doing. Um, if you know, depending on your time, you're going to focus on the current game. Then the season comes along. You don't. If you decide you want to go into it, it's kind of like if you're playing World of Warcraft and you decide you want to go and raid to go get that gear, that's your choice. Or you can say, no, you know what, I'm not going to get the gear, 
but I'm going to continue to play because I, I enjoy running five-man dungeons, or I enjoy doing, you know, small scenarios, or I enjoy doing, you know, grinding out in the world, you know, certain other portions of the game that you don't want to do with raiding. And those are choices that we all have to make in one way or another. I'm looking forward because I want to at least try the first ladder season, or the first season, and see how that goes. I may never play another one after it. It might, it's, it'll be my decision. I know I'm personally not going to have an opportunity to go and, you know, be in the top ten of people grinding, you know, through a ladder. Um, I kind of do it now. You know, it's not exactly a ladder or a, se or a season, but I'm doing those kind of things now where I've gone to a hardcore character to try it out, and then my hardcore character dies. I don't get to keep any of that stuff. I don't think it's wasted time anymore. I think it's you know it's, a, it's an opportunity to adventure with someone different. And if I can find, you know, some of those pieces in hardcore, that's awesome. Or, you know, you have people in the community that right now love to do multiple alts of the same character. Uh, you have how many wizards? Like two or three? Never? Uh, at the moment I have two. Right. But soon to be three again. Yeah. And how about Jen? Would you do, is there kind of an appeal for you to do a season? Or is just something you're not even going to bother? I don't know. I... I don't think it's something I'm going to start out with because it. I don't know how long a season is going to last, but I figure with as slow as I play, I don't know that I'd benefit from starting from scratch and then having that time span end before I really get anywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. if I get a lot more time to play, maybe I'll consider it in the future. But I go really slowly, you know. <laughs> um, so I don't know that. It seems like the ladder is kind of like a push, you know, like go faster, become, you know, the highest ranked and all that. And mm -hmm. I don't think it fits with my playstyle too well. It may be something I try just for the heck of it somewhere down the road, but um, it's not my uh, primary interest in the game. Yeah. And one thing to keep in mind, um, this came, this topic actually got brought up on uh, the stream with Archon and Josh Mascara and uh, I'm trying to think of uh, Rob Foote. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Nevelistus was also in on the call. But uh, Archon asked about, you know, um, how long are these seasons going to last? Um, obviously, they haven't quite determined it. Um, like, they, Josh did say that he anticipates the first ladder to go, quote-unquote, in his own words, crazy long. So it could be, <laughs> could be a couple months before we see the next season after that. But he said that um, in the meetings that they've been having about seasons and uh that they're they're talking about um changing the way that they like they're ch changing the rules of the game for those seasons so you um he didn't give to he didn't like you know elaborate on what exactly that entails but maybe for that season you get you know 100 percent experience boost for the for the duration of the season who knows um I, I, it could be tied into that you know like the community buff system we that that could be what's coming down the pipeline for for the uh, for the seasons, but um, one important thing uh, that you, it's not like I I don't want to say it's playing in non-season is the inferior mode because you can look at it this way you're still getting the tiered rift system in non-season uh, you don't have to play season in order to do to participate in the tiered rifts. So you're still going to have the leaderboards for the non-season. Mm -hmm. And the leaderboards are going to be broken down by class. Um, they're going to be broken down by, you know, non-season and season for both uh, softcore and hardcore play. And 
like I said, by class. So I, you still have the competitive element in your non-season play. And the other thing that I could say, this isn't much of a bone to throw your way, but um, think of it this way. If you're still hunting for that elusive item, you know, like you're searching for that Wand of Woe or a Tasker and Theo or something, you know, that has extremely low drop chance. When, you, when the, that season ends and those legendaries roll into the loot table, your chances of getting that legendary will drop even more. So you can think of it that way. You know, like, um, sure, you're not going to have the ability to find those season-specific legendaries, but you're going to still have the same chance to find that elusive item that maybe you're still tracking down. Um, I mean, obviously, this is going to be different for some people who, you know, do win the lottery all the time. Like Jage. <laughs> yeah, he's so. very lucky. RNG's so. loves Jage, you know? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so so you can look at it that way. I mean, like I said, you know, that it's not much of a consolation, you know, for quote unquote feeling left out and not being able to find those new legendaries. But maybe maybe they do you know, just put them in there with a low drop chance, who knows? Uh, I mean, nothing's set in stone at this moment. And even if the first season is like that, um, where you, you have to play the season in order to get those items, that isn't to say that it will always be like that. No, so, I think yeah, that's part of the reason true. why they yeah. keep saying they don't know exactly what they're going to do, because they don't. Um, right. They know they can't treat it the same way that they did the ladder system with D2, because D3 is a very different game, and we've gone through a bit of a different history with it. I think for me, the last thing I want to say about this issue is... If it wasn't for the fact that at the end of the season, the XP and the gold and item would transfer to my main character, I probably wouldn't even do it. Um, mm -hmm. Just because, I mean, to me, then it would be a waste of time if I had two separate things where, you know, I'm doing just the experience and the gold and it had nothing to do with my main character in the end. I'm hoping that there's a period of time between seasons, which I think it may end up happening from what you've been saying, Nevik, that, um, I would get a chance to play with my main character and try all those kind of strange things that I want to do. Yeah, that's do. true too. That yeah, that, that's also a point. That's a great point, Brazier. That um, we we don't even know if the end of one season will correlate directly to the opening of a new season. You know, it could. You, we could have you know months in between seasons. Who knows? Mm -hmm. And um, the last point that I was going to make, and also kind of ties into that whole you know opening of a new season idea is that uh you know say, say you have some friends and they've kind of drifted you know from playing diablo 3 well maybe the opening of a new season might be a good way to all get back and start playing the game again and uh you know you can do it as a group you know start brand new characters you know restart the i i mean maybe maybe you're not interested in that but maybe it's maybe down the road maybe that does appeal to you you know you do it with your friends and playing with friends definitely makes the game a lot more fun and also there was a big criticism about Vanilla and Chocolate D3 was that there was not very much of an endgame. Right. And they're trying to do different things to see if they can do that because after all, they want to keep people. I mean, this is their game that they built. They want to keep people involved in their game. They want people to come back and play it, even if it's slightly different or a different form. Yeah, it's not exactly new content, but that's not the same thing as what you would do with um, an MMO. An MMO, you're going to have new content all the time. With a game like this, action role-playing game, it's going to be the same game, 
but there are different ways to do things with it. They may add new content slightly, but you know it's going to be in, a, in the idea of doing seasons or adventure mode, or you know they might you know add some new maps to those um, areas that we do, like for rifts. But other than that, I'm not expecting until it, there's an, an expansion announced that it's going to be completely you know brand new areas to explore and things of that sort. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. And going right. back to what you were saying, where um, the uh, the idea is the first season might be quote crazy long, right? So it sounds like maybe I should do that one <laughs> and have like the most amount of time, you know, just to see what it's like. So maybe I should do the first season instead of waiting. I will definitely be participating in seasons because um, it some sometimes you want to feel like having that fresh start, you know, every now and then. I imagine this mentality is uh, more prevalent in hardcore players than softcore players, but you know, uh, it's. I I look forward to it, and I primarily play a softcore, so there you go. There you go. Yeah, I think I'll try it at least once. And if the first one is supposed to give you the longest span of time, theoretically, then that's the one for me, because maybe I'll get somewhere <laughs> in that longer span of time. You know. Yeah. And you know they're going to have their metric system going. They're going to make sure they find out how many people are playing it, what do they mm-hmm. like about it, what classes do they use, uh, is there certain things they're trying to do to exploit, or are there are certain things that they're doing, you know, types of runs that they do. Yeah, they're really going to keep track of it and see how successful it is from their point of view and decide whether that's something they put into Season 2. Let's say they realize, okay, you know, a 6th or an 8-month you know, season is perfect because it gave people a lot of time, gave people a lot of chance to be competitive, or they say, you know what, that's too long, maybe we need to go with four months, and then we need to go with you know five or six months in between, so that it lets people get back to the regular game for a while. I mean, I have no idea, but we'll see. I mean, there's a lot yeah. to work on and a lot to see in the future. Yeah. So let's move on to the email from Falk Bupog. Jen, why don't you do the honors on his? Oh, I can't read that first sentence at all. I, I, <laughs> why why do you think I tossed it your way? Yeah, um, I'm not sure what yeah what language is that in? I mean the y'all I got, but the Q A P L A kapla is it Klingon? I don't know. I have Maybe. no idea. <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking at here. You know? It sounds like it would fit, but anyway. Um, so moving on, Fakupak says, uh, "Let's see. Great read. Enjoyed it since I still don't have my laptop. Also, did not want the next episode to be held hostage. Hope to meet you all at BlizzCon or World of Podcasts. Take care, Fakupak." You know what? I'm not entirely certain what his great read is. Maybe he's talking about Storm of Light. Could be Storm of Light because we didn't we talk about it last time? We must have, right? I don't know. I, I don't Maybe. remember. Um, I'm I'm trying to find out. It could be it could be any of the short stories, you know, as well. That's possible as well. Yeah. Storm of Light. Nope. Yeah. Storm of it's Light. About okay. Storm of Light. It is okay. about Storm of Light. Yeah. Yeah. The reference was in the uh, title of the email, or the Which, subject uh, of the email. Okay. I wonder. I don't know, man. I'm not finished reading Storm of Light. I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I still don't know what the kapla y'all is. I mean, y'all. I got. I say that one a lot, but kapla. What is that? Let's go with Klingon. I like that. Uh, Klingon. Kapla. <laughs> Why not? And also, it sounds like he's going to be at BlizzCon. Awesome. It does. Very cool. Yeah, yeah we're going to have to put together a list and then find a way to like meet everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we might we might actually have to do an official mm-hmm. uh, meeting, meeting stone meeting inside of BlizzCon. I think we should this cool. year. That'll be fun. 
I th- it sounds like there's enough of us. I mean, there was quite a few last year, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, let's do it if we can. Why not? Yeah. Definitely. So I will tackle the email from Tinoch, and he says, Greetings and salutations, Deviant Beans. Just warning you, Nevik, remember that you asked for this. Well, um, I'm a little uh-oh. scared now. <laughs> <laughs> I have spent a lot of time playing recently and have managed to tick off one of my goals for this expansion. Oh, you know what? I... I almost was going to say, and managed to tick off my wife and my young daughter. No. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, getting a max level of all six. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure there's only five (laughs) classes. No, no, last count six. Mm -hmm. Don't forget the boggers. My My main changes as often as I change my underwear. So every other week. Oh, my. Oh, my. That's... Hmm. Well, he, he is from the land down under, so maybe they do things differently down there. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. All right, Rail, so Tino, back on. <laughs> yep. But at the moment, now that the latest patch has hit, I'm thinking of making it my Crusader. With the Crusader, I'm looking to get the legendary one-handed flail that will make my life so much more fun. Once I have it, I'll be making the Captain America build. When Captain America throws his mighty shield. The build that has not wrath generators, but blessed shield costs no resources to use. I already have a crusader only shield that causes blessed shield to bounce up to six more times. And my goodness, there's a lot of background noise going on in my house right now. I apologize if that's coming through. Mm-mm. And if it's not, I apologize for stopping the show to mention <laughs> something that you can't hear. So anyways, Tinoch continues. So that paired with the flail means shields. I also managed to find the amulet that makes you immune and actually heals arcane damage. And it has crit crit damage and, oh, and attack speed and vitality on it. Wow. So he got a trifecta, but unfortunately no main stat. Unfortunately, it didn't have a primary damage stat, but with it this way, I can move it from player to player regardless of their primary stat, and it should still be a DPS increase. Yep, Mm -hmm. this is very true. It's a good one. I have been splitting my time between both the Rifted Ford and the Split Bounding Farming communities. Mainly the bounties till I have a good supply of Rift Fragments, then over to Rifting It Forward until I am out. Still trying to get a ring of royal grandeur, but in the 200 plus Act 1 caches I have opened, it is yet to grace me with its presence. Aww. Oh my. That sucks. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Prior to this patch, though, my main has been my wizard. You're welcome, Nevik. Yay! <laughs> Her sheet damage is getting close to 750k unbuffed and just shy of 950k with my force weapon and her toughness is sitting around the 6 million mark. With the plus 7 arcane power on crit and almost 60% crit rating, I very rarely run out of arcane power unless there are only a few enemies. I do love her mirror ball, which is a legendary source, that creates two additional magic missiles so that I can have a shotgun effect with my glacial spikes, each hitting for around 2 million crits. Nice. Wow. My demon hunter... Uh, having a completed Donetta set is a lot of fun. I do like the inclusion on this recent patch that the clones left behind after I vault now deal 25% weapon damage instead of being completely cosmetic. Mm. Oh, I did not know about that. I'll have to play with that a bit. 
Yep. Is that just... That's not related to the Donetta set, is it? Or is it... Yes. Kind of, it is related to that. Okay, well, I have the crossbow, but I'm still working on finding the rest of that. Uh, well, it's... I think the Donetta's is just both crossbows. So. Well, I have one, <laughs> so I'm halfway there. And I believe one of the crossbows leaves behind a clone when you vault, and I think the other one makes it cost hatred instead of uh, discipline to vault. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember. That You might be right about that, though. Yeah. All in all, been having a lot of fun. Just need to find more hours in the day to have D3 just suck them out of me again. <laughs> I could go on, but I have to leave some things for the next time I email. May the RNG gods shine on you. Tinoch, the terror from down under. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you. Very cool. Well, I'm glad to hear that he's still playing his wizard on occasion. Although I am a little concerned that he might be uh, might be defecting over to the uh, Antonio side of the world with the you know the Crusaders. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's just because of the whole Captain America appeal. Yeah. Who doesn't like a throw shield? Yeah. If you're really, if you're gonna do it, you may as well. If you want to make it into a superhero, that's the way to go. The Crusader with the Captain America concept. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So our next email came to us from Chad S. And Bracia, why don't you do the honors? Sure. Um, from Chad S. Uh, with the Crusader changes, buffs, and patch 2.0.5, does that entice you to play the Crusader more since they have become more tanky and do more damage? Or even with these buffs and changes, do you not see a big enough difference from before? I can. I did play my Crusader for a little bit. And does feel tankier and a lot more, um, a lot more uh, punch behind her attacks. So yes, I, I'm very happy. I'm gonna say I haven't actually played it at all because <laughs> I've been having more fun with my witch doctor. Yeah, I, I haven't played a crusader yet. I played it through the beta, and I decided when the expansion started I wanted to get my demon hunter and my barbarian to 70 before I consider making a crusader because I have a feeling I'm going to play the Crusader a lot. So um, I'm working towards getting my Barbarian up to 70, and then I can consider if I'm ready for the Crusader again. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. I, d- I definitely will try it again at some point. I just haven't done it yet. Chad goes on to say, I am glad that they dropped the Nephilim Majesty passive and replaced it with Fanaticism, and generally buffed the damage of most skills. That's true. However, as much as I like the damage buff, Wrath Regen and especially the crowd control immunity to Akaret's champion now. I am not sure how to feel about that change to the rally rune. I like it when I could uh, damage to reduce the cooldown while AC Akaret's champion was active instead of the flat 12 second cooldown reduction rally does now. Thank you for such a great podcast. Yeah, I think anytime there's a, a skill where you can reduce by your own actions like cooldowns it's always more appealing than a flat you know hey you've got to wait 12 seconds now or 10 seconds whatever it is so yeah, yeah i like those yeah, i like true. those too mm-hmm. well the witch doctors um they they have that steel martyr steel steel what is it steel metal kukri mm-hmm. that uh can reduce the cool cooldown by one second Whenever any of your, I think, um, fetishes attack. That's right. So there, there's still certain items out there that allow similar things. So maybe we'll see some uh, Crusader 
legendary items that might give you that that same effect with that rally used to do. So mm -hmm. we'll see. Yeah, hopefully. Akron's champion is pretty cool. I'm not using it on my crusader at the moment. Uh, mainly just going with the what is the uh, the one where you throw the hammer and it does lightning damage and can stun. I forget what that one's called. Um, and then also doing a fist of fist of the heavens. It's just so much fun to call down lightning. Exactly. <laughs> call down the god beam. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wrath. And our last email came to us. Yeah, that's right, folks. We had five emails this show. Thank you, everybody. So awesome. awesome. Yep. Came to us from our good friend Master Doe, and he is from France. Yeah. We know this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's not one of those stinky French hey, Canadians. Hey, eh? hey, nice. Okay, <laughs> you can nice. send email. Yeah, <laughs> hate mail can be directed to Nordic Games. So we're, we go from the province of Quebec out to France for a new email. Yep. Yes. And Jen, why, why don't you read the email from Master Doe? Okay, so Master Doe writes, Hi, Soul Stoners. Here is some new news from France. And he's got an exclamation point and like a winky smiley face. So exciting news coming, I'm sure. Bonjour. He says, um, after, nope, he says, about a week ago, Vengeance died just after oh. getting me to reach level 71 Paragon. Aww. He says, I was quite sad, but a friend of mine, uh, Decaps, <laughs> who yeah. was playing with me at the time, helped me start a new demon hunter, Lithane, if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, who is now level 65, hardcore also, with a strafe build, kind of tornado build for demon hunters. That sounds yep. kind of fun. It's a whirlwind demon hunter build. It's that's a awesome. lot of fun. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I'm going to have to give that a try. He goes on to say, I thought it would be hard to keep playing that build in hardcore, but it's too fun for giving up, so I still keep going on. <laughs> Besides yeah. that, I read quite a bit of the, I read quite a bit the last two or three weeks. The Orphan and the Jeweler, that's the one about Shen. Brothers in Arms, that's the one about Mikolov. And Morbid, the Kindle E novella. Mm. This last one felt quite strange to me since this one character, Morbid, was unknown to me, but sounds just a little bit familiar. And then I got it. In the Q&A panel in the 2013 BlizzCon, some guy asked about that name he found at the end of the Book of Tyrael, in the Character and Places Index part. I think it was Leonard Boyarsky responding that said yes. It was normal no one had heard about that guy, but we would know once who he was. Yes, now I understand why Morbid seems to be the, o the only one guy that could use so many different powers belonging from different character classes. Uh, wahoo! I definitely want anyone to read that one! But at last and not least, I wish to any Diablo player slash Diablo development team member slash Diablo podcaster slash Diablo fan slash all over the world a very happy second Diablo birthday. He's got like four exclamation points and says, love you all, Master Doe. Yay. Thank you, Master Doe. Yeah. yeah. Happy anniversary, Diablo 2. It's been fun. I know. Diablo 2. Oh, sorry. Diablo 3. Uh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> See? See? See, it's getting go. close. What? Yeah. It's got to be almost midnight. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> okay, yes. I'm Do you turn fast. into a pumpkin at midnight? Is that the idea? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Don't feed me after midnight okay. and don't pour water on me. Aww. <laughs> oh. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm like, what? You yeah. want to have multiple to be? Oh, my gosh. No way. There you go. You know, you could all be playing uh, hardcore at the same time and falling asleep after midnight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> We could have a Diablo 3 um, hardcore death fest. 
There I, we go. I yeah. guess your next hardcore character needs to be named Mogwai. Exactly. Mogwai. Oh, there you go. Perfect name. Yeah. I yeah. think that's a good idea. <laughs> so, yes, folks, you can send us emails to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. Man, I... I guess when when you ask and you're like, man, we didn't get any emails. We're going to hold our show hostage for the next show. And then it's like, boom, got five emails. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to hold this next show hostage. (laughs) That's what we're going to say now. How long will that work? (laughs) Well, actually, um, I I mentioned in our last episode that we were going to talk about the the ending of Diablo 3, Reaper of Souls. But you know what? I... I have a better idea because it's getting really hot in this room right now and we're you know we're getting pretty deep into the show i have an idea i want all of our listeners to email us their thoughts of the ending and we will do a fully fledged you know spoilerific email section on the ending of reaper of souls and that that way we can talk about the ending as prompted by our listeners so do that please yeah do that everybody you've gotten there i'm sure you got there before i did so what do you think what do you think about it let us know and then we can respond to your comments live sort of recorded i guess um, as we read the email live on tape yeah live on tape that's it exactly yes and um i don't know it might be more fun and collaborative that way yeah definitely yeah i think so Mm -hmm. yeah so um we pretty much covered almost everything that i i included in the blue notes um the, uh, there was a Diablo fans put together a, a cheat sheet, I guess, or a Cliff Notes version of. Uh, there was a bunch on May fifteenth. There was a bunch of uh, gameplays, gameplay sessions. I, I don't know what they gameplay chats, yeah. uh, where they invited um, always two developers, uh, a personality from the community, and Nevelistus because you know she was the anchor. And with her crusader who got 15 legendaries during the entire day wow, wow. <laughs> good job <laughs> so uh yeah the, the first one was with uh I, I don't i don't have them all listed but like the first one was with jh with white chang and jesse mccree or mccree i forget but we've, we've already established that i'm terrible with names and then the second one had uh had more of an art flair then the third one had a story flair like lore flair with uh leonard boyarski and uh brian kindrigan and uh nine nine ball from uh you know blizz pro and occasionally on the diablo podcast over at diablo gamers and then the last one was with archon and josh and rob foot i think that's how you pronounce his last name and so yeah there's a bunch of interesting details that came out of that so rather than you know in a very boring and uh, methodical, maybe even robotic. Jen, you're not actually robotic. I was just saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't sure. Like, I haven't said anything yet. How do you know? Yeah. So rather than reading down this list, I would just encourage all of our listeners, uh, I will include a link to this so that you can go read it for yourself because um, your eyes work, right? And if they don't, I'm sorry. But I, I guess I'm not afraid of offending people, especially stinky French Canadians. Hey, uh, knock it off! Oops. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm oh, just kidding. I I certainly hope oh. that our listeners from French Canadian parts of the world realize <laughs> that I'm one. 
There's only one French. There's Canadian only one French Canadian province. Thank in the goodness world. that there's only one. Oh, oh well, whoops. maybe I could be wrong though. It could be multiple, but you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there. I thought there it was just really Quebec. Cool yeah, it's Quebec. But yeah, Quebec, right? Yeah. Yeah, they they do weird things there. So, you know. Okay, never right. really just so batting a thousand here tonight. All hate yeah. mail goes to Nevik. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the things so, yeah, though, I, I want I want to find out more about the tiered rift because that's going to be interesting to me. Yeah, so hopefully we'll um over the next couple weeks, hopefully we'll see some more details emerge out of that and maybe we'll even see a PTR go up soon, I hope. Mm-hmm. Um but uh there were a few things uh like um we've mentioned Jage numerous times because you know, I I'm a huge Jage fan. Jage rocks. But uh, um, he put together, awesome. He's so he nice put, too. You know? Yeah, he, yeah, and he will be going to BlizzCon, so Yay. you can meet him in person. And uh, um, yeah, I was, got sidetracked there, was thinking about Jake. Oh, it, <laughs> that came out weird. <laughs> well, um, you know, we understand wizards. There are no male wizards. Yes. Yeah. Um, he put together an, a really good um, Act One bounty guide on youtube so you can check that out uh i've found it quite helpful and also i think over on the diablo fans forums this was also I, wait was it no actually i'm trying to think if uh grimaku actually featured this uh there, there's also another guide um that somebody put together uh like a visual guide like full of images on uh like marking areas of the map that you should go like effectively helping you you know run the bounties in the most efficient manner possible mm-hmm. so you can check that out as well but um also uh Zipco, uh he put out his 23rd episode of uh state of diablo 3 and um just a little bit of warning the intro might um the intro was really good on that <laughs> if you haven't listened to it you should go listen and uh yeah it's amazing you just gotta listen to it. I, I won't spoil it. Mm-hmm. So, and we will push off our discussion of the ending and also Matthew Rossi's thoughts on Reaper of Souls till next show as well. So, yeah, I think with that, um, Bridget, do you have any, any closing thoughts? I don't know. Just keep getting out there and enjoying it. And Jen, any closing thoughts? I think I'm still just overwhelmed when I'm going to BlizzCon. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I just yeah. keep going. Really? Oh my god! So I really want to be there. It. I really want to be there. Um, finances will probably be the linchpin on whether or not I can go or not. So we will see how that goes. Um, but hey, you know, I still need to put together my uh, my badge, you know, my badge order form, so that I can do Diablo-related badges for people. Nice. But I want one of those. That'll be good. And my closing thoughts is that I'm going to close the show. So you have been listening to episode 63 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you have missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at ShatteredSoulstone.com. While there, why not join our community forums and talk with other listeners? Just click on the community forums button at the top of the site. But if you want to join us in-game, join our in-game community, aptly named Chattered Soulstone. Feel free to post short missives up on the community board and join the chat channel to talk with other folks from the community in-game. Or you can also join our Mumble server. That works too. This show is powered by you, the listeners. So please send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulstone.com. We love Twitter, so come and join and tweet with us. 
You can find the show Twitter at Shattered Stone. I'm at Nevik James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. And our fourth musketeer is at Lantonio. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawnforge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from The Dawnforge at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, I will be planning a vacation over to Montreal, Quebec, so that I can uh, partake in the stinkiness. Oh, oops. Oh, no. I did now you can apologize oh, to everybody no. there. <laughs> Captain Crusader throws his mighty shield. For this episode's Song of the Show, we decided to go completely off the rails and feature something that isn't even a song. Instead, we decided to feature a YouTube video from the folks over at Unnecessary Censorship Central. Try saying that three times fast. Anywho, they took some audio from Diablo and uh, put in some Unnecessary Censorship to humorous effect. And I'm positive that you will find the results hilarious as much as I did. So without further ado, here is Unnecessary Censorship's Diablo 3 Part 1. Some heroes are f***ing each other in an area near here. Wanna go? Oh, and uh, you didn't hear about it from me. <laughs> Bring a cave with hopes of finding hidden treasure. I came upon a most grisly sight. A heap of d***s. Unbelievably, as I was f***ing them... They began to rise. I must tell them of this and new Tristram before it's too late. Thank you for your help, but could you talk some sense into Leah? She won't give up on the idea of f***ing her uncle. Nor should she. I will help her f*** him. The Skeleton King was once our beloved lord, Leoric. He was f***ing mad by Diablo's c What did you learn about your mother? She wasn't from Tristram originally. She came here during the Troubles. She was in search of something, but I'm not sure what. She reminds me of Uncle Deckard, obsessed with She angels and demons. My name is Lakdanon, and I'm cursed. Once the captain of King Leoric's army, I left only to honor my land and my king. No man has a greater love for his king than I had for mine, even as I drove my through his dark and corrupted arms. You wish to f me? Yes, yes! You look like you know a lot about c**ts. Now, lead the way! Let's see. Rampaging Khazra, dark strangers appearing after a mysterious fire in the sky. Oh, and a miscellaneous f**king. Just another happy day in New Tristram. So, what you having today? And how do they remove these memories? I was chained to a wall and beaten. By the third day, I was mad from pain and hunger. That is when the f***ing began. I was told I relived all of my transgressions. Everything that brought me tainted joy. The f*** took away that joy. Then the sin, leaving me pure. The local Khazra tribes have become a serious threat. We'll pay 25 gold pieces for every Khazra you bring back. 
The nature of the world is chaos. We must f our own bats. A noble goal. Voices direct me to horrendous acts. And there are times when I seem unable to control my c Lazarus knows. This is certain. He looks at my c strangely when he thinks me otherwise disposed. We will make the demons f before us. That will be a sight to see. Of the many things I find intriguing about humans, the greatest is their endless thirst for Nasty little rodents they are. Of course, you can't deny the buggers are brilliant at what they do. If it can be built and it needs to f people, the sure are the ones for the job. And it's just unfortunate that the furry little f are certifiable psychopaths. Would you like to f the midget riding piggyback on a bullymong? If the answer is yes, please proceed to the southern shelf and f midgemong for me. If the answer is no, you are sad and I have no desire to speak with you further. When Captain America throws his mighty shield, all those who chose to oppose his shield must yield. When he's led to a fight and the duel is due, and the red and the white and the blue come through, when Captain America throws his mighty shield. Jing. This has been a production of Dawn Forge. Copyright 2014. Find great podcasts and more at the Dawn Forge dot com